0: Welcome to Primary Attribute, or an actual play Castles and Crusades podcast. My name is Ian. I'm the GM, and I use they/them pronouns.
1: Hi, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. Uh, we both use he/him pronouns. Vons is the furry little fox folk alchemist fellow that you're going to hear about, and he uh, is uh, right now just having having a day. It's it's a bit, he's he's. It's dark, it's uh, dank, and he's uh, out of potions, so he's having a minute.
2: I'm Erin, I play as Aracene, I use she or they pronouns, Aracene uses she her pronouns, Aracene is also having a day. She uh, almost died uh, yesterday, and, uh, you know, that was a whole thing. And now, uh, now there's Cog. So, good times. <laughs> everyone's everyone's on the verge of death. Good times. It's great. Good times, all. A plus. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy. I'm the halfling
3: wizard. Uh, our pronouns are she/her. And my status is uh, that we're reaching a whole new level of concern.
4: And I'm Wit, and I play Grix, the cobalt illusionist/slash mechanic. Both of us use he/him pronouns. And, uh, right now Grix is, uh, is freaking out. His friend is right there, unconscious, and possibly dying.
0: Or possibly dead.
4: Or possibly dead. But, there's a. Thanks, Ian. Thanks. <laughs> You're
0: welcome.
2: <laughs> God damn it, Ian! <laughs>
0: I gotta all right. get all my, my deadly dungeon crawl out, because after this, there's going to be like 30 episodes of dating and <laughs> interpersonal drama, and that's great, but it means I gotta, I gotta really work all this stuff <laughs> I have the opportunity.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. Sure. I have the recap.
0: Right, but before you do the recap, I wanted to mention, hey listeners, you should rate and review us so we know we are not spewing this out into the void, and also so other people can find us. Yeah, we could that really be... use
1: the validation. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're tabletop players. As a GM, I constantly need validation, but generally speaking, tabletop players could use it. Hey, Ian. Yeah?
2: I validate you.
0: Aw. Well, now that I'm full of validation, Aaron, would you like to put a <laughs> recap? Sure, yes.
2: <laughs> After Grix had cast The Illusion of a Struggling Person, we all watched to see the invisible things go into a frenzy in the water, which dissipated when Grix canceled The Illusion. He also cast Detect Thoughts and found at least three animals with animal-typical thoughts. We all took a long rest and ate our day's rations, then debated whether we should return to the city now or keep delving in our search. Since Ericene was still at just the one hit point and we were out of further concoctions, we decided to try to find a way back up so we can leave. Grix had done a little bit of advanced scouting and found catwalk bridges leading out to the massive crystal that had been severed by melting. As we made our way around the perimeter catwalk, Grix, Wealthy, and Jasper investigated a long-abandoned, magically-powered loom room, while Ericene and Vaughn sat outside and had a heart-to-heart about his tall-people-suck comments. As we continued around, we had to dodge a magical burst from the crystal, then found another severed bridge leading out to the crystal, and Grix noticed a city-issue toolbox, and we all assessed the situation Ericene spied Light glinting off something on the catwalk around the crystal, so threw a rope over to the crystal and sent Grix over to investigate. And then Grix found Cog unconscious on an outcropping of the crystal ten feet below the catwalk. Oh (laughs) no! You're right, that is
3: long, but, you know, a lot happened. Oh my god.
2: The last time it was that long was- You sang it. (laughs) No, that's not true. Uh That one was actually incredibly short. <laughs> I just got finished listening to that one, so. No, the last time that it was that long was the one where we were all doing different things
0: mm-hmm.
2: right before we met up to come down here.
0: Yeah, there was a lot going on. Like,
2: like seven episodes ago, eight now. <laughs>
0: We're on a journey together through a dungeon.
2: So I want to say that for some reason, as Grix calls out about Cog being down on the crystal, unconscious or whatever, Aresine like suddenly has a flash of m- remembrance of like what happened when she was passed out. And just sort of, like, glances over at Wealthy suspiciously for a second, and then, like, shakes her head, like, Oh, Oh God, okay. That was weird. We shall never speak of it again.
0: And then you check your pocket, and you picked up no objects, so I cannot pull that on you. (laughs) I'm very sad.
2: Wait, what objects?
0: I'm saying you didn't pick up any objects in that. Side yeah, story, yeah, yeah. so I can't be like, and then you find the fucking top in your pocket. And what's it all Oh yeah. It?
4: There were snacks. It yeah, could be yeah.
0: like a like a leftover
4: cocktail napkin
0: from the snacks. No, that's too straightforward. Okay. So Grix, you are above Cog.
4: Yeah, I I start yelling.
0: To... Yeah, it's Cog!
2: He's down there. Oh no.
4: And uh do are there handholds?
0: Yeah, so what you are dealing with is a fun situation where, so Cog is, again, this kind of big crystal that forms the core of this room, and it's like 30 feet around, maybe a little bit bigger. It's not even, it's like a quartz crystal where there's kind of different lengths, but making up a greater whole. Cog is on a sloped kind of shelf on the very edge of that, like his tail and... Like, one of his arms or his one of his legs are hanging off the side. He's kind of, you know, on his stomach, head turned to the side. And he is about, like, ten feet below you, plus or okay. minus a little bit. And then, as part of kind of looking and assessing the situation, you realize that where the catwalk should be below him, which would be the last level of, like, catwalk before you just hit the ground floor. Uh-huh. That particular bit of catwalk is also missing, except for like the inner railing is still there, and like looks a little saggy. Basically, if you went down to the ledge, there's no nearby place to drop to. Below that, kind of starting just below that and running outwards is a big three to five foot wide metal support beam that's running into a. It's not thick enough to stand on, but like a couple inch thick metal ring that's running around the perimeter of the crystal and it goes at a pretty steep slope down to the floor with the water.
4: Got it. Okay, so if I go down there, my only way then is either just to drop into the water or to shimmy down that beam into the water? Or you could possibly
0: yeah, because Cog is on a ledge, like the, uh, the railing runs a little closer to the crystal down there than it does here so you could theoretically like reach that rail and kind of shimmy along or balance on it, but it would be tricky.
4: And I couldn't do it I probably couldn't do it carrying cog.
0: Right. And even yeah. then that uh, that beam that's dropping down towards the water is still like another, you know, ten feet-ish below where cog is. Got it. So well, it's not just a jump.
4: This sucks. There's nothing I personally can do right now, so I'm just gonna be yelling.
2: I'm gonna turn to Jasper and be like Okay, so, like, how good are you at knots? And then she, like, kind of grins with, like, a Please tell me you're good at them, or I'm gonna have to go over there.
0: <laughs> Jasper makes an intelligence check. Cool. Poor Jasper. <laughs> I might remember a square knot.
3: Oh, Um, no. It's possible I know knots. Um, I do come from a family of tailors. Can I... Let me do
0: it. I will magnanimously allow an intelligence check, yes. (laughs) Uh,
3: I believe that's a 15.
0: So most of the knots you were dealing with were for sewing, but I think you picked up a few or basically miniaturized versions of kind of really strong rope joints and stuff, so you could do some stuff. Maybe not everything but you know enough that you think you could kind of, you might be using some knots that the standard person wouldn't use, but you're confident that they would work.
3: Okay. I put my hand on Erisene's shoulder and I say, you need to rest and I will no, go. No.
2: Yes. Not, but you, but you, you I know, I know enough. Do you have, do you have any strength though? Like, can you pick him up?
3: It doesn't matter if I can pick him up because Jasper can lift him once I've got him tied
2: Tied up. But, like, how is anyone gonna get down to him? Well, we've got rope, and I should- No, I- I I, I mean, I think we should just all go over. (laughs) It's safe if we all go over. If we all go over, we can help. (laughs) We can all help.
3: Going over is fine, but I'll go down and do the tying up so that you guys can lift him up. Lift us both up. Okay cuz together we're going to weigh what 40 pounds? 50 pounds?
0: Not a lot, yeah.
3: It's silk rope, it's going to carry us.
2: Um okay. So we do still need it would still be good if Vaughn's could stay over here if that's okay so he can like kind of pull us back along the the rope. And can you remind me like how far away we are from the crystal at this at this juncture? Like how much of the how much of the catwalk
0: I think is I, missing? I think I said it was like...
2: Oh, wait. I see. It's like 50. It's like 50 feet are yeah,
0: missing. Okay. 50 or so. Yeah. Whatever I wrote down or told you and forgot to write down myself that much.
2: <laughs> okay. I turned to Vons. I'm like, is it okay if you stay here or do you want to also come over? I'm just, you know... Just want to make sure. To
1: be clear, here are we talking about using Vaughn's as like the counterbalance for the?
2: No, we're t- so like the way that we're the way that we have the setup right now. We have the rope that is like going over and that's taut between the two like ends of the catwalk, and then what we did was um, it's basically like that that taut rope just has like loops around it that can like. Slide back and forth over the the rope, and then like a person can like hang from one side of it. And the the theory is that like we could could just have someone like pull the the uh dangling person like back across to get back to our side. So we got
1: another length of rope involved. To do yes, that. okay,
2: yes, and exactly.
1: Yeah, there. It's still going to be a bit of a of a pull, but the yeah yeah all for want of pulleys but why like, don't we just least... bring pulleys with us everywhere right
2: <sighs> i mean i think maybe ericene's gonna maybe try to invest in some pulleys <laughs> after this uh after this delve because honestly yes that would be incredibly useful
4: <laughs> is there a grappling hook launcher attachment to your uh your cannon your t-shirt cannon
2: Oh, fuck, yes! I mean, I can just
4: <laughs> stuff rope in it, I think.
1: if you, uh, I, I know it'll hurl a jar of rope.
0: I am going to say, I don't think, it would, uh, don't think it would hurl the grappling hook with any accuracy, but like you, strapping the grappling hook to the top or to the front of a heavy crossbow bolt could probably be done. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You might need to, like, pack a sabo in there behind it or something.
2: But if, like, if, if Vaughn stays on this side... He can pull, like, people
1: back over. Sure, sure. Yeah, the point being that, yes, it wouldn't take much to- I
2: mean, it's not necessary, but, like, it would help. I
0: thought for pulling people- I thought the way you had the rope set up last time, you had the end-to-end rope, and then you had a harness thing that people were in, but they were basically pulling themselves along.
2: No, no, no. Like so, that harness was still oh, also it also ran a rope to back a to the original rope. point. Yeah. Okay. So, like, we're basically using like a full hundred feet of rope just to like move people back and forth, gotcha. and then there's another fifty feet of rope that we can use uh, once you know we're over there. Because Kelly had, because uh, sorry, Wealthy had fifty feet of rope, solid, and then Aristeen also had another hundred feet of rope. Just by itself. Wasn't so. that
0: made of two foot pieces?
2: I don't, uh, you know, cause no, you, you bought it at two yeah, points. Yeah. 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 Because I, because it had been.
0: Yeah. And also a part of it got burned. None of this actually affects the functional length right now, but if you ever need to okay. drop a hundred feet, it's not actually going to reach a hundred feet. It's going to reach like 92.
2: Okay. That's cool. This
0: will almost never matter.
2: <laughs> not like that one game that wit was
1: telling us about. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Well, in any case, we know that Cog can't uh, do anything with rope right now. So I assume that we're just, like, suspending Cog and traveling him along this gently.
2: I mean, that's going to be the ultimate goal once we have... So do we need an
1: amount of rope to make him a
0: harness or something?
2: Well, but we have that, yeah. Yeah, we already have that.
0: All right. So... You got you got your your grips on one side. You got your wealthy, you got your everyone else on the other. You got your cog about eight ten feet down. People are going across. It sounds like.
1: Yeah, I think we better. And I'll I'll hang back to make sure that. And so I, if I'm hanging back, then I've got like a length of rope connected to somebody who's on their way there.
0: So yeah, uh, if Vons is over there. He can theoretically tug people back. That said, mm-hmm. what's Vons' strength?
1: Not super high. It's a it's a fox like strength. So, uh, but since it's a more or less a horizontal pull,
0: yeah, basically Vons would be able to help, but I don't think he'd be able to pull someone effectively under just his own power. They're like That's unconscious fair. in the harness.
2: No, I figured that once we got to the point where Cog was ready to come back over, we'd send one of the stronger people back over first. Oh, yeah, I- I'm so just that... saying
0: if other stuff happens outside of the plan.
2: Yeah. So that a cog could be, you know, lifted onto the catwalk out of the harness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> and pulled back over and, yeah. you know, all of that.
1: All right. So Vont has a negative one strength modifier just to yeah. finalize that question.
0: Thank you. Yeah. All right. So people that are going over, I need either strength or dexterity checks from all of you.
3: Mine is dex. Oh God, damn it! I got a five with a primary attribute. Oof! <laughs> I got in the I got in the podcast
2: name. <laughs> Woo! I got a thirteen on my dex check, which is primary attribute.
0: All right, you have good company, wealthy, and rolling poorly. Jasper also did not do very well. <laughs> Because you're working in a, a system without a pulley and Jasper is heavy. He eventually figures out, I think, that he can basically just loop his legs over the rope and kind of just scoot along. Takes him a while, but he makes it. Aristine, you, you were built for this. <laughs> you, you do great.
2: I, I literally built my character for <laughs> this exact type of situation. Yeah. Sure.
0: And a uh, wealthy. Got a five. It takes you a while. You do make it. But I'm gonna say that basically you and Jaspar are arriving last, so if Ercine and Grix want to do anything about this situation before people finish coming over, you got about two minutes.
4: So first of all, when you get over there uh We're possibly
0: more than two minutes.
4: Grix Grix, uh while while he's been waiting, has uh picked up the hammer from Cog's toolbox and the hammer from his own toolbox. And he's uh he's like psyching himself up to do like the uh the running jump ice axe climbing one in each hand type thing
2: Arisene has definitely gone over first <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's what you come upon. You come upon him uh
2: and she's like hey what to do and
4: I'm getting ready. Getting ready. Uh
2: <sighs> No, you're good. We'll we'll, we'll like it, I I don't think it's a good idea for you to like try to hit this thing with any hammers like remember that magic thing that happened like we don't know what happened Uh, with that all
4: right all right all right i put the hammers down
2: there's like a railing of the catwalk right yes of this like inner catwalk Yeah. yeah so she's gonna start like looping the first she's gonna like test the railing to make sure it's like stable and if she finds that it's stable, she's going to start like looping the the rope around the the railing to like get it ready to like hang down.
0: Oh uh, yeah, this railing seems stable.
2: Okay. Basically like she'll have the rope tie the middle around the the railing as tight as she can and start making like the beginnings of like a harness to put around whoever's going down. <laughs>
4: Sure, I mean, I really want to go down right now, but uh, I, there's really nothing I can do.
0: I, I would like to point out there's very little space on this ledge. Yeah, yeah, that too. Cog. Yeah. So there, there are advantages to sending one of the smaller members of the party down.
4: Right, but I think I think Wealthy is the one who was chosen
0: or volunteered. She is the smallest.
2: So how how wide would you say that the ledge actually it like this shelf actually is?
0: Three to five feet. Cog is taking up most of it, and he's not very large.
3: So what if if I'm lowered down with like a harness? I have a harness on one end, and on the other end, I'm in a harness so that I don't have to be on the ledge. And all I have to do is use the other end to harness Cog.
2: That's kind of what I was thinking thinking yeah. because I, I, I didn't think that we had any space on that ledge for anyone to like stand on it.
0: Yeah, you could basically like plant your feet on either side of Cog if you're Arosine sized.
3: Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking if you can imagine me going down a la Tom Cruise and the first Mission Impossible And then, like, I can take, take one of my, I'm, I'm in a harness so that my shoulder and my waist and hips are supported, but I can put one foot down on the interior of the shelf and pull the harness over Cogs's head and then tighten it up so that his shoulders are held so that even if,
2: even if something goes wrong and he falls, he's not going to fall directly into the water. Right. Is this working? See, this is why I was sort of thinking that it might be good for one of the stronger people to go down, because they could more easily, like, lift him. I I think Wealthy's got it. I believe in Wealthy. Thank you. Thank you, Gricks. I believe in Wealthy. That That was my only thought. Just, like, you know, if a stronger person went down, then lifting him would be less of a, like, precarious situation. To get the, to get the rope around him. That's all. That's all I'm thinking. But then they have, they also
3: have to, they also have to deal with the fact that there's not much space. So I think,
2: I think you're trading off. Sure, but like, I wasn't thinking that we could even land on the... Cog is tiny. Cog, Cog weighs 35 pounds. Like,
4: don't, don't worry about it. And he left his toolbox up here. Like, he's not that heavy. Did you check the toolbox for magical items? Uh, or no, traps. Yet. Well, I, I no. took out the hammer. The hammer's not trapped. Or magical. Why would there
2: be traps? It is
0: I a don't city know. standard toolbox. It's a to city all standard intences, <laughs> toolbox. <all appearances>.
2: Why are you so fucking obsessed with there being traps in places that there's no reason for them to be?
4: Yeah, Cog didn't set it to self-destruct.
2: <laughs>
4: okay.
0: <laughs> Why do we even have <laughs> that okay. <form>? setting?
3: <laughs> okay, who thinks I, who thinks he should go down?
0: Yeah, go. Real quick, who's holding the the light, your magical staff?
3: I will pass it off to Vons.
0: Vons is on the other... And, oh, Vons is on the other side.
3: Okay, then I hand it to Grix. Yeah, I'll, I got it. Okay, so I'm going to start shimmying down. Yeah. So I'm going to go over the edge of the um, the rail that I'm on. And once I get to the point where I'm hanging, I'm going to drop my hands. And count on Jasper and Erosine to lower me down far enough. Okay. And I imagine Grix is going to tell them, is going to be able to provide them with, um, directions.
1: Yeah.
4: I'll stand a little bit off to the side so I can hold the light out. And then also, uh, I can kind of see from a different angle, like how, how she's doing.
2: I also want to have shown Wealthy, like, the good sort of harness knots to use. Okay. And, like, how to, basically, like, how to, like, tighten the loose harness that I've already made. Okay. And, like, where to basically, like, tie it off so that it can be tight. Okay. Okay. I can do that.
0: Correct. Do me a favor and roll a d10. A d10, you say? I do say.
3: Fuck, fuck, fuck. (laughs) Four. I have have visions of Wealthy falling into that water.
0: All right. Nope. So, Wealthy, you (laughs) have reached Cog.
3: Can I- can I tell if he's breathing?
0: You're not very close to him, but make an intelligence okay. check. It's just harder.
3: Jesus Christ! That's a seven. You don't know. God! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, regardless, I'm going to put the harness on him.
1: I'm so glad I stayed on this other ledge. Where-
0: so... <laughs> It's going to be, I'm not sure you can actually like, because you're dropping right down from the inside of the railing and this ledge was a little bit further in. So I'm not sure you can actually reach cog well enough just from this kind of straight down position. You'll need to like swing over.
3: Okay. So I'm going to swing myself a little bit, just a little bit. I'm, I'm,
2: oh God, I'm going to knock him off into the water. I know it. You're using your feet to like do like the swing motion, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Right, so, so you're swinging, and are you trying to get your feet on the ledge, or are you just trying to, like, grab onto Cog?
2: No, I'm trying to get
3: my feet on the ledge. Okay.
4: Just to perch, not to, like,
0: stay. Yeah, so yeah just
3: to perch, trying not to hit Cog, because I don't want to knock him off into the water. Although I do have <coughs> my hands out to grab him if he starts to slide.
0: Okay, make a dexterity check to land in this relatively small amount of space.
3: Okay, everybody, think good thoughts.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 24. God damn it. Okay. Uh, Yay! Congratulations. Um, yeah, so, so you swing back and forth, and you, you kind of have them let a little bit more slack, and you manage to get your, your feet kind of on either side of cog, um, at least the part of him closer to the ledge. And this is one of those situations where having bare feet is very advantageous because this is an incredibly slippery surface.
3: I was thinking that my feet would be um, particularly
4: grippy. Yeah, <laughs> do halflings chalk their feet before climbing? <laughs> Beg pardon? <laughs> do half do halflings chalk their feet before <laughs> going rock climbing?
2: No, no, they don't. They don't do that because that would like eliminate the sort of like spider climb uh, aspects of their skin.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Are, are they the Artemis Val yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that they were like. um... Like when Spider-Man uh, is climbing things.
0: Oh, I was questioning the, the biological mechanism, not... Not the spell? N- not the... Uh, oh, right. You meant spider climb the spell. I thought you were just like... No, Halflings yeah, are inherently I, I, Spider-Man. I actually
2: <laughs> was... No, I was thinking... I was, I was actually legitimately thinking of Spider-Man.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, and
1: doesn't Wealthy have a spider climb cantrip? Yes, but it's I've not already a cantrip, used it,
3: a... and I don't have any more um, spiders. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that's too. Oh, you
4: and me both. It requires a material component. And I looked all night, and I couldn't find a single damn
0: spider in this place. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's almost like there's no bugs. So, like, what would they eat? Uh-huh. You know.
0: But so wealthy you are, you are on the ledge in a all rich right, so barren I'm, ecology.
3: <laughs> I got, I've got like one foot on the interior of the ledge, and the other foot's kind of hanging down a little bit. Okay. And so I'm reached. I'm leaning down. And I'm um I'm gonna slide the harness over Cogs' head, okay. And then the the arm that's dangling, I'm gonna put that into the harness. And I'm gonna tighten the harness a little bit on those on on both his shoulders and and that arm, so that if if he starts to fall, I've got some support. If I so I can grab him. Then I'm gonna put the um take his other arm, and I'm gonna put that in the harness.
0: All right, this sounds like a series of dexterity checks to me. Oh, God. Because, again, this is a slippery surface.
3: All right, so that's a 17.
0: Okay. Check two.
3: And that's a 21.
0: Okay. And wow. check three.
3: Ah, that's a critical fail.
4: No. Okay.
3: <laughs> no, no, no.
4: But at least the third one.
0: So, so I believe the order was...
3: He- was just head and shoulders... Okay. is the arm that's hanging off yep. and then the interior arm.
0: Okay. So as you are going for that interior arm, you're like lifting it up and you apparently just kind of dislodge whatever precarious balance cog has kind of been stuck in and he starts sliding.
3: Okay, can I grab him?
0: Yes, make a strength check, please.
3: And that would be a 10.
0: Okay, and that is not, that's a secondary for you, correct? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Cog starts sliding, you kind of, you grab on, but it dislodges your, uh, your foot.
3: I shout, I shout, he's falling!
0: You start swinging that with Cog. You got it around his head and shoulders. You got it around one of his arms.
3: And it's tightened. And probably his weight would tighten it even more.
0: So when you say shoulders, where exactly are you tying it? (laughs) on his torso because it sounds like you're tying his arms in individually well and i imagine not tying it like to his forearm
2: no no just one loop right around the neck um,
0: you can say that's kind of what it sounded like he put one around his neck
2: (laughs) it's like a bandolier Mm. yeah i can see it as kind of a bandolier
0: so what happened was um you know you got it got it kind of behind his neck you got it over one thing like across him once you yeah. lifted him up to kind of slide it over, and then you went over his shoulder, and that was the second one. And then when you were lifting up his other arm,
3: to get it on, yeah, his, So yeah,
0: so it's not fully like knotted down yet,
3: probably, or
0: rather, there's kind of like an open side to it still, right? At least partially,
3: right? But I but I I tightened up the one under his arm before I under the first arm before I started moving up to, to, to the one on the second arm.
0: Okay, so yeah, there's basically an open side to this setup, but one of them right. is tightened, right? Okay, so, yeah, he starts sliding off, it dislodges you, he's almost off the platform, you're yelling up to people to- just that he started falling? Yes. Okay, Ericene, Grix, and Jasper, who's being run by me, what do you do? You have about three to five seconds.
3: I yell, he's falling, I've got the harness on him, but I don't know how well he's
2: gonna hold.
0: By the end of that sentence, he will probably have slid (laughs) off. (laughs) so
2: ian could i do like a i basically was like the one who put together this harness Mm -hmm. can i do like a dexterity or like an intelligence check to see how well i planned for this potential eventuality where maybe one side was tightened and the other side wasn't tightened and whether i had already accounted for that
0: sure make an intelligence check
2: Okay, um, Okay. I rolled a 6 plus 3, and that is a 9, and that is a primary attribute, but I don't think that that is uh, helpful enough.
0: Right, and you have a plus 0 to int? or
2: no, 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 I have a plus 3 to int. I, and, I mean, I'm sorry, I, is
0: that including your level is what I meant?
2: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yep. Yeah, so I think what kind of happened here is you were mostly taught these harnesses for use on yourself. or on other conscious people you weren't really taught it as like a rescue harness because you don't really rescue people
2: Uh that's not
3: your job description
0: (laughs) kind of goes the other direction
3: none of you know
2: that (laughs) yeah none of you know that (laughs) stop pretending you know that (laughs)
1: <laughs> I don't know I think all of our characters have seen you do something kind of fishy from time to
0: you time you all know that Arisene is clearly trained I don't think you have any idea that Arisene is I think Arisene probably comes off actually as more of like a rogue or a thief to you guys sure. and even mm. then it could just be that Arisene went to a weird finishing school <laughs> but she
2: was fucking bored for yeah. like yeah, exactly years
0: like, this could also just be you know, the bored kid with a lot of books mm-hmm. uh um, huh a lot of time.
2: And reasons to try to, like, you know, sneak around and get out of places.
0: <laughs> yeah, all of Erisene's training, balance, stabbing people, it's all just to leave the house. It's
2: literally all just to leave the house.
0: <laughs> Sometimes you gotta you got shank a guard <laughs> in the thigh.
2: That's why when she met Elpita and she found out that Elpita was sneaking out down the tree, she was like, well, can we do anything to make that safer for her so that <laughs> she can sneak out safely? <laughs> Yeah. She knows it's just going to happen anyway. Like, we should just make it safe for her to do it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate this outlook on Alpida. <laughs> Alpita would probably appreciate this outlook on Alpida. I'm sure. <laughs> um, but okay. So, yeah, you didn't super account for it. So it might hold for a second, but like, basically, if all the weight is shifting to one side, you know, it's going to be fairly easy for the, the arm to slide out. Of the tied area pretty quickly, because, like, there's nothing supporting the hip or anything. It's just kind of, it's all tied to, like, a relatively high point on the person.
2: And did Wealthy fail on her dex check to, like, grab him, or...? It was
0: a strength check-in, yes. Because, like, you know, so she got her hands on him, but she couldn't stop him with the precarious positioning she was in. All right, I'm just going to go around Robin, because this is kind of a emergency situation, so you don't have a lot of time to think past Kind of you just knowing from the start, like, oh shit, this, re- this was not designed for this.
2: Ericene's going to be like, Grix, cast another illusion, like, way over there. Yeah, got it. Like, and she, like, points, like, way over there.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Ericene's thinking, like, distract, whatever the fuck is in the water.
0: Grix, this will be the thing that you do? Yes. What kind of illusion are you casting?
4: I am casting an illusion of... A like a like a, a creature that is like very undulating, like a like a water dr like a water serpent something that's like really quickly slipping through the water over there.
0: Is it a silent image?
4: That's all I got.
0: Okay. So there's an illusion of that. Uh Grix, roll a D one hundred for me.
4: Oh <laughs> goodness. See that's the big one. Uh Okay, well, I don't know if low is good or bad, but I got a nineteen.
0: Um, and then also roll a d10 for me, because I'm thinking about it. Seven. Okay, so you cast your uh, your silent image over in the water, and pretty much as you cast it, you see um, one of those bolts of magic from the crystal. Uh huh. It starts going towards you and then it very quickly turns and follows the path of kind of the line of your spell and as your image forms it hits the water and huh and then the water that it was cast in th- your spell still works uh-huh. your serpent is still there yeah but you see a large section of the water turn to not fog not steam but like fire smoke but- And you see all the water around it, like, rush in to fill that space. And then the smoke kind of starts (laughs) dissipating. Oh, sugar. But that was all that. And then what does Jasper do? And actually, what does Wealthy do? You're, You're yelling, but you got a chance to do, like, one thing.
3: I am trying to grab hold of Cogs. Cog.
0: Okay, cog specifically?
3: Yeah, I'm trying to grab hold of him so that I can... I mean I'm not just sitting there waiting for everybody else to rescue him.
0: Right. You're you're like trying to grab his shirt or right. something. Right. Or a hand or Okay, uh, roll a dexterity check to Yeah, because this a is working
3: so well for me today. Oh, that would be a twenty
0: three. Okay. Um you actually manage to you you grab like the harnessed arm. Mm-hmm. So it's a little more secure. And, and you have like his forearm. Okay. He's dead weight. But but you have a hand on him.
3: I have a hand on him. And good. he's
0: He's like right at the verge of like fully sliding off the platform, so you aren't supporting all of his weight just yet.
3: Um, I yell up that I got that I that I've got hold of him.
0: Uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, let's see what's Jasper doing. Trying to set how stupid he is. <laughs> <laughs> this particular case.
2: I mean, you could do an intelligence check to see how stupid he is,
0: uh-huh. or a wisdom check. He did okay. He's not going to be completely stupid.
2: That's my that's my only thought. Like you know, yeah.
0: So I think he uh
2: let the dice do your role playing, Ian.
0: <laughs> are you a role player or a role player? I, I was gonna roll. It was a question of kind of where I his ideas at along the spread. That's fair. Of uh, <laughs> bad idea to good idea. Okay, I think he uh I think he might have actually gone and tried to put his hands around both of the ropes that are going down and starts trying to like haul both of them up.
1: <laughs> sure. Because he
0: doesn't want to haul up wealthy without cog. Right. And mm-hmm. he doesn't know if you know cog got fully secured. Shit. <laughs> well, he rolls a Nat 20, so Whoa. um you basically you don't drop any further wealthy when oh, this good. all happens. And the rope that's on cog pulls tot.
2: Does that pull the harness tot?
0: That is the thing. So, because it pulls the part of the harness that's there tot. But there's still a lot of Cog that's hanging out of that harness. Mm -hmm. So like it's supported him, but he can still slide out of it. It probably would have pulled caught either way, but the idea is like it doesn't drop any further right now. Okay. And so, Wealthy, uh, you get a pretty big bonus on making a strength check to keep a hold of Cog's arm as we kind of start this new round of what the fuck are we doing here?
3: That is a 14. And not a, not not a prime attribute.
0: So with that support... Like, kind of, Cog's weight finishes sliding off of the platform, and you, as that weight kind of hits, Cog's arm slides in your hand a little bit, but you keep a grip on his wrist. Ah. But he does start moving down a little bit, (laughs) and real quick, hey, Vons! Hey, what's up? (laughs) All this fucking shit is happening that you can see, (laughs) mostly in silhouette, from good 200 so feet away.
1: When he's not busy face palming.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So anything you want to try to do, Andor? What are you thinking? Uh oh, you also saw a giant arc of magic go and hit the water and smell smoke.
1: <laughs> okay, so Vaughns is definitely like wringing his hands and kind of anxious, feeling uh, a lot of empathy for that uh lump of cog that's hanging out over there. And probably barely able to see it since
0: it's like dark and a hundred feet away Let's say more than that but everyone's in silhouette because they're right next to a light source so you can't see all the details but you can you can see pretty well what's going on
1: well I guess he's just holding on to rope and uh
0: <laughs> you're not gonna try to last minute like I don't even know what you would fire out of that launcher <laughs> From right here, that would help but okay so so is kind of panic holding the rope like what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> uh, a little
1: bit. Um, he's Since he's me, he's probably like fumbling around through his uh, potions to see if he's got an answer. And I, I sincerely doubt
0: he's going to find anything. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, you, start, you start fumbling through. And basically that'll be what you do for kind of what was happening previously. Because we're doing something where it's kind of based around seconds, I'm actually going to have us roll initiative.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Does the yeah, rope get initiative
4: to uh to slip further?
0: I think Cog will have an initiative. Speaking of. Alright, uh ca- counting down. Uh ten? Nine? Eight. Oh, I'm not
1: rolling here, right?
0: Uh yeah, you should roll. Oh,
1: I should. Okay.
0: You could come up with something. Lightning could hit you. That too.
1: Well, you haven't given my number so far.
0: Alright, so that was eight, seven.
1: Aerosine.
0: Six. Wealthy. Five, four, three. That's Bonds. Oh, Greg's buddy. Two?
2: Oh, One. Greg's buddy! Yeah!
0: <laughs> All right. We,
2: we gotta get you some better dice in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so top of the round is Cog, aka Cog's whole physics situation.
2: Did you roll for Jasper, too?
0: Yeah. He's lower in the order. So let's see. Oh, that was bad. Uh Okay, so Wealthy, you managed to get a hand on Cog's uh, wrist, but pretty quickly the rest of the rope, like as he starts kind of slumping down and is basically hanging loose from everything but you, the rope around his shoulder on your side Uh cinches up a little bit. Uh Uh-huh. And appears to be helping, but you can also see it kind of very slowly sliding up ah! his shoulder.
3: So I'm going to let, I'm going to shout up that the, the, the harness is going to give and all i got
2: is his forearm.
0: Okay. So that was Cog's turn. Erisine.
2: Erisine is going to slide down Wealthy's rope. Okay. And basically <laughs> like lock her legs around Wealthy's torso and try to get a hold of Cog. I don't know if I can do all of that in this current turn, but...
0: I'm going to say you can get at least partway. Uh, make a okay. dex check to slide down the rope without just slamming into Wealthy's head. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, I rolled an 18 plus uh, 4 for 22.
0: You You actually managed to... You slide down, you kind of managed to actually kick your legs out, so you're like... Your arms are above Wealthy, but the rest of you is against Wealthy now. Mm-hmm. wealthy how do you feel about this whole situation <laughs> well ericene's boobs are probably in your face
3: <laughs> right now okay um as much as i like ericene <laughs> and as much as this would be you know like a fun thing to do any other time um i'm also extremely worried about my friend who uh just just a couple of hours ago was nearly dead so um i am going to
2: grab her around the waist if if she goes down, I'm going down with her. But the thing is, as soon as you like make any movement, Arasen's gonna be like, "No, just hold, just hold Cog." Oh God, that's I'm right. fine. I'm holding Cog.
3: Um.
0: You, okay. Uh, Yay.
3: Yeah. Then I've got one. I've got one arm on, on Cog.
2: I, She's I, like, I, "No, don't worry about me. Okay. I'm fine. Okay, okay just fine, hold, I'm gonna cog. hold on
0: cog." Uh, Aracene, <laughs> Yes. Make another dex check to try to get your legs around Wealthy this round. It's not. This is not the context. I thought I was going to be saying that in. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly.
2: <laughs> oh, that is uh, another eighteen. That is another. I rolled another eighteen, so okay. that's uh, twenty. Another twenty-two.
0: You wrap your legs around Velty's waist as intended. So uh-huh. you're, you're in a position where next round you can try to reach out, but that took a little bit to work out. Speaking of, though, it's Wealthy's turn. And Wealthy, real quick, based on how you described last round, uh, make a wisdom check.
3: Oh, God. That is a six. Uh, No, that's a nine. (laughs) (laughs) Which doesn't help any at all.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, because you had this instinct, I'm going to grab Erisene, right? Oh, God! (laughs) You catch yourself. (laughs) But not before... Cog slips a little bit further and you have your grip on his hand and not his wrist.
3: Oh, God. Okay, I'm holding on to his... I, I take both hands and I'm just holding on so hard.
0: So you're at an angle and you have a person around you. Yeah. I'm going to need, I guess, a dex check to try to like get yourself in a position where you can get your other arm on low, low enough to grab him.
3: Well, that would be a 23. No, a 22.
0: Okay, you manage to like kind of bend over Arasene's thigh and get your hand, your other hand, on his wrist. Oh, good. Cool. And you technically have a few seconds to do something else, so you can think of something.
3: No, I don't really think of anything. I'm just, I'm just trying to hold on to him while being extremely distracted by the fact that there's somebody holding on to me like this.
0: All right. Let's see here. Sorry, it's Jasper's turn, which means extra thinking for Ian.
1: Oh no. I'm sure Ian can handle it.
0: Yeah. Um okay, I think uh kind kinda sees this. Everyone or I guess Grix is still up there.
1: Actually, yeah, I, I would love to know uh what Vaughn's is sensing. Especially since he he's he's got uh, an amount of rope, and is he detecting anything through that? Through its uh like is it tugging tight or anything no, like cause that? No, because you're holding like on here?
0: to the other set of rope.
2: This this is a totally different rope.
0: You're holding on to like the gap bridge rope. Right,
2: right.
0: I guess you uh you might feel a little bit of vibration from this because, like, that other end of the catwalk that this is attached to is loose. Grix, I think you see Jaspar start basically sprinting down the catwalk a little bit. Okay. Basically counterclockwise from you. Yeah. You see him actually, like, sit down and start sliding under the railing. Interesting. For the edge of the catwalk at the interior. Interesting. But that's kind of as far as he can get this round. Vaughn's yeah what you doing you see all these I people mean, panicking
1: feeling the rope kind of whimpering a bit uh feeling a bit uh inadequate for the moment
0: <laughs> all right
1: not knowing what to do with himself wringing his paws well i guess not really ringing his paws because one of them at least is holding on to some rope
0: yeah you can you can have you can kind of ring the outside uh, uh, can you roll <laughs> a d20 for me please sure can <laughs> Am I adding a modifier at all? No, It's just the Roddy 20 roll.
1: Well, it is a 10.
0: Bonds, you feel. It's almost like static electricity on your fur. Ooh. Like something in the, like in the air, in the environment, is making everything kind of very slowly start standing on end on your body. Like your fur. And then
1: there's a Phil Collins drum fill. <laughs> yeah.
2: He can feel. Is
1: it a is it a
2: gorilla on the drums? Ah, oh, the Cadbury gorilla. Yeah.
0: Damn. All right. <laughs> the, the reference went beyond me, and then kept going.
2: <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about? He lived in England at that time.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh,
2: if You f- you I can look that. for it on,
3: on YouTube. I've seen it before. You can look
2: for it on YouTube. It's really, really weird.
0: Shout out to our British listeners, I suppose. <laughs> um,
2: if you are British listeners, please write to us. Letters at primaryattribute.com. We would like to hear from you.
0: Get mad at me for... Or anyone. It would be <laughs> great to hear from anyone.
2: <laughs> We're very lonely out here.
4: No, this week we only want to hear from the British listeners.
0: <laughs> what is wrong? <laughs> we will happily hear from any of you.
2: Dear listener, you could be our first ever email to letters at primaryattribute.com.
0: Thank you for continuing that sentence. <laughs> they say
4: you always remember your first.
2: I'm certain that we will all remember our first whenever it happens.
0: And it happens at different times for different people, and that's okay. <laughs> uh uh-huh. it's your turn.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, I'm still concentrating on my illusion, because, uh, yep. that, but I'm also going to reach down and, uh, pull out my marbles and, Whoa. uh, uh, <laughs> like, spray them out in the water. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so you're, like, tossing them over the side.
4: Like, as, as shotgun blast far out as I
0: can. Yeah, so you just toss them out over the side of the, uh.
4: Yep. Yeah. And in the direction of the illusion. Trying to, like, get some
0: splashes, get some... What was the illusion on your side or the far side of the crystal or kind of somewhere in between? Think of yourself currently as being on the right-hand side of a circle.
4: I'm sorry. Being on the right-hand side of a circle.
0: The 90-degree mark (laughs) if the top is zero.
2: At, like, three o'clock.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: Okay. (laughs) Of a circle.
4: (laughs) Got it. I threw it. And Cog is directly in front of me.
0: Yeah, Cog is the center of the circle. Okay. And there's also an impassable crystal in the center of the circle.
4: (laughs) (laughs) In that case, I threw it to my right, so towards the zero degree. Okay. But far, as far, as far as I can get out in that direction.
0: And was your illusion, and your illusion's out there too? Yeah. Cool. You do that, and also roll a d10 for me. Yes!
4: Zero. I don't know what it means.
0: Well, luckily for you, it means 10. So, uh, make an intelligence check.
4: Okay. 14 highlighted stat. Primary attribute.
0: Okay, so as your marbles arc through the air, <laughs> towards your illusion, uh, you manage to catch out of the corner of your eye and kind of turn your vision to see it. That kind of beneath you, in like the rough area beneath you on this side, mm-hmm. uh, you see another one of those magic bolts, albeit much smaller come out from towards the base of the crystal and hit something in the water.
4: Okay. Like where I threw?
0: No. um, In a different area. This is just the intelligence jump was you happen to notice this as you're doing this other thing. I see. So it probably should have been wisdom, but there's magic involved. I think you kind of get the twinge of magic is happening and look. Sure. And you briefly see the shimmering outline of some sort of large quadrupedal creature outlined by the magic and then A moment later, it dissipates, and there's nothing there again.
1: I mean, at least this kind of uh, animal we're fighting against has legs. That's that's a first.
2: That's fucking terrible.
1: (laughs) And like a a normal amount of legs.
2: A quadrupedal
3: aquatic creature?
0: A seahorse. We don't know for sure that it's aquatic. Oh, I should clarify. So I said it was big? As far as you can tell, the bulk of it is actually above the water, or at least a lot of it is. So, like a, so maybe it's like a giraffe that's just like walking, feet on the bottom, grazing on adventurers. Yeah, when the upper catwalks
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. Usually, when they're down in the water like that, they have way more legs. So this is like <sighs> half the usual like thing from the water that's trying to <laughs> kill you.
0: And legs are strictly tied to effectiveness. All right, so that was everybody.
2: <laughs> Wait, what well, has a lot of legs in the water?
1: Lobsters. Oh, I was
2: thinking like fishes. Crabs. Or like
1: sharks or whales. <laughs> oh, this has way more legs than a fish. <laughs>
0: I was Infinity just... That.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm not ruling out fish-like traits. <laughs> yeah, some fish have legs. We're We're living proof, I guess.
0: Oh, right. <laughs> no, this... Yeah, there's a yeah, couple this... with like vestigial weird little Uh-huh. But it's the top of the round. Yes. So everyone roll a uh words are hard. Check. D ten. <laughs> yeah, D <D-10>. ten. Initiative.
1: <laughs> oh hey. Ah
0: oh, fuck. Alright. Ten. Nine. Eight.
3: Yo That was me you me. Ricks. Someone else? Wealthy.
0: Buffy. We'll uh-huh. Seven. Six. Five. Aerosene. Four. Oh body. Three. Points for consistency. Two. Or did you get three? That was me. Yep. Okay. Three. And just Far goes at the bottom. Again? Uh he was mid he was mid level last time. Oh, okay. Grix went last last time. Hmm. But first we have Physics's turn. Uh-oh. Well, how? Hey, wealthy. Uh-huh. The rope Don't... slides up and or off. <gasps> ah! Dog's arm.
3: I just hold on so tight!
0: So that's going to happen on your round, is the idea of it. Like, yeah, so basically...
3: I'm holding on so tight?
0: Yeah, you, you, uh, you feel yourself kind of jerked down.
3: And yelling that he's falling?
0: Uh, Grix, you're up.
4: Okay, I am going to try to look for the critters in the water. Do I see them anywhere besides the one? Do I see any other movement?
0: Make an intelligence check.
4: Okay. Uh, I got a 12, uh, 14, 14.
0: Okay. Highlight stat. You see kind of there's other motion in the water like you've been tracking before. You'd guess at this point it's probably those creatures moving through it. Uh-huh. I think you see like there's a couple kind of drifting near where your illusion is. But like they're not they're not doing the thing they did where they like swarmed your one illusion. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And there was just a bunch of chaos. Yeah. But yeah, you, you see you think several. Okay. Yeah. And sorry, did you do anything else cuz that does not take your turn if you don't want it to.
4: No, I'm I'm not going to do anything else.
0: I'm just going to keep my illusion up. Okay. Roll a d20 and a d10. Both unmodified. Okay.
4: On the d20, I got a 1. And on the 10, I
0: got a 4. Alrighty. Uh, roll a d100 for me. Aww. Aww. 68. <laughs> um, Alright. A- another one of those bolts of magic comes out of the crystal. It comes out near you, but not at you like last time. But then it does arc around and smash into where your illusion was or is. Whoa. Again. Like when you first cast it, did the same thing. And nothing appears to happen. Okay.
4: No water erupting into smoke again.
0: It seems to shift a little bit weirdly when the bolt hits it, but other than that, nothing. And like that's just really subtle. I think you kind of see ripples coming out. But Interesting. It's more like if you know you threw a, a pebble in there rather than sure. any sort of major impact. Wealthy again? You 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 were being told what was happening. We are now resolving what? Yeah.
3: Okay. So I'm holding on really hard. Okay. Just just I mean my fingertips are turning white holding on so hard.
0: Yeah. uh, Make a strength check.
3: Oh god. (laughs) (sighs) God damn it! That's a critical fail.
1: Oh no. (sighs) So. We're really ah. bad at rolling dice
0: um I'm gonna say that so your hand starts slipping, you like grip down like basically you start losing like the kind of grip on just his hand, but you also had your hand on that other one, but so you lose the grip on his hand he falls down enough and like the harness is sliding up his arm at this point it's loose it's either undone or close enough it doesn't matter just to clarify
3: I'm shouting at Erne that she needs to grab cog because
2: I'm losing him. I mean ne is. Hundred percent aware of what's happening right
0: now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, wealthy. So, because the hand slips out, he kind of jerks down a bit. Because again, the harness is either off or functionally off at this point. As you're clamping down, like his, it's like the sleeve of his shirt, and uh-huh. kind of slips, and you have like a bunch of it in your hand. But it starts, uh-huh. it starts tearing. Oh god. Speaking of which, Ericene.
2: <laughs> I mean, Ericene's gonna try to grab him, however, how, like, by the arm.
0: Yeah, uh, make a dexterity check to see how this goes.
2: Um, that is four plus four is eight total, and that is a primary attribute.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you managed to... Oh God. You kind of shoot out as best you can. You can barely reach kind of over Wealthy. Or you might have to bend backwards for this, actually. Because you have your legs around Wealthy, right? So you're facing her. Or did you, uh like, wrap your legs backwards around Wealthy?
2: So I sort of thought she was, like, you know, sitting up and, like, kind of facing him. And I thought that I, like sort of wrap my arm my like wrap my legs around her like sideways so like i'm sort of my my torso is like perpendicular to hers
0: okay that works yeah yeah so bending forward
2: so like i'm not obstructing her at all but she's obstructing me like half a little bit
4: going off of the uh the mission impossible analogy uh aaron is just uh Aracene is just uh riding tom cruise like a pony <laughs> What? <laughs> that's like that's the mental image in my head.
0: It's that's fine. a good image. Yeah. A plus imaging. I
4: don't know. It's fine. Carry on.
0: Aerosine, you you know, you, you reach out or you bend down, you know, you reach as far as you can. Like right as you are reaching for a cog is when basically wealthy's grip finishes slipping and then the shirt starts tearing. Okay. You get one hand Around one of Cog's hands. Okay. But that's it. And make a strength check. Uh...
2: That is a critical failure.
0: All right. You you feel Cog slipping. Oh, God. Bons. Can
2: I... Can I... But I mean, like, that was just one thing. <laughs> Surely of- I had time to try to do something else. <laughs>
0: You're swinging off of somebody, grabbing a falling object.
2: <laughs> fine. <laughs> you let Grix look around and also do a thing.
0: You can look around <laughs> if there's something you want to be looking at or trying to evaluate. That's fine. You can't do anything else physical this round.
2: I want to like look around to see if there's like any way that I can, you know, like how far are we from that support post? How far are we from like? Now that Ericene is closer to the entire situation, like, can she assess the situation a little bit better, maybe?
0: So Balthea was down kind of at the height of the ledge. Probably got jerked down a little bit by this whole situation, but essentially the height of the ledge, so Ericene's kind of hanging just below that height. Mm -hmm. And then Cog is, the bottom of Cog at least, is two to three feet further down. That puts Cog hanging about five feet above where that, like, the remaining railing of the otherwise missing catwalk for the next level Mm -hmm. down is.
4: If the if the catwalk itself
0: is missing, what is the railing attached to? The railing is attached to the railing on either side. Sorry, this section of the catwalk is missing.
4: Oh, got it, got it. Okay.
0: Yeah, there's like a you know 15-foot span of the catwalk where only I the see, railing and kind of that that inner support rail the catwalk would be built on got is. It. Okay. And then that big support beam that's going downwards is about 10 feet below COG because okay. it comes in and secures under the catwalk. Got it.
2: Um. Okay, I'm going to say to Wealthy, okay, we can do this, we can do this, Uh. now- Yes, we can! Now try, like, together to, like, grab him again, and I'm hoping that, like, if we can maybe coordinate our- So- Our attempts next round- Unless he falls out, unless he falls out, like I'm just <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to like do something to like boost our like you know working togetherness <laughs>
0: yeah, you're you're trying to keep control of the situation
2: yeah, <laughs>
0: that's fair. um Vaunt, uh-huh you are very far away seeing all this happen. Um, I think you just straight up noticed that thing where the bolt hit some and outlined some creature before it disappeared mm. again. and you also see that there isn't a you know swarm of them around Grix's the illusion like there was last time and that both keep hitting Grix's illusion, which is fun huh. you got some extra information. Uh, what's you doing?
1: I I mean um, I, I guess Vaughns is going to uselessly and probably redundantly to everybody else's knowledge just yell there's a thing <laughs> over there. <laughs> Uh, yeah help me distract it
0: (laughs) do do you want to try to distract it
1: did
4: i
0: hear that Uh, that yeah uh, yeah cool grisha's voice really carries
1: yeah not like wits so uh von's has few things to do here i guess let's see uh looking at my stuff i so i i do have the ability to cast some spells but that's not really von's's style right.
0: you have a couple like cantrips right from yeah I from being a and fox i think
1: he's got a couple of these i i'm i for some reason i'm not finding them on my sheet but i think he's got a couple of these basic vials of like the the vial makes light or something like that like
0: yeah like you you prepped the cantrip as a potion yeah. which makes cool.
1: way more sense in character right
0: yeah yeah it's, um you shake it up kind of thing or that's like, pretty cool i like it
1: yeah, very much like that, uh, those little glow sticks that you get. Yeah. 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 Huh? Vons is just going to like grab one of those okay. and uh, cram it into his uh, little cannon thing. Okay. And having no better idea what to do with himself, uh, he's going to point it at the in the direction where he saw the movement. Mm-hmm. And just fire away.
0: Okay, uh, make a dex check to do all that loading and fire this round. You're not really worrying about loading it properly. So rope. it's not going to be because it's a vial. It doesn't really fit the right way anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it's still that's a lot to do in one round. Also, you're going to have to drop the rope, which is fine because it's attached at this end. But just okay.
1: But well, let go of the rope then. But
0: yeah, yeah. And you can you can like put a foot on it or something. So it doesn't really move. Just you don't have an active hand on it. Sure. Okay, so dex check
1: or like put it in his mouth or something or whatever yeah who knows
0: i like that very cinematic and also very boss like
1: so uh yeah dex check i've got a plus one to well and plus the uh my level to uh 12 so that pulls it up to a
0: 16 all right and is dex a primary attribute for you it is i'm so happy that you get to use it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> After I was like, take Dex, it will save your life. And then promptly, <laughs> you guys didn't do anything physically dangerous for a really long time. Um, yeah. At least not well, we're what we're I shouldn't
1: have t- taken is Int.
0: Well, you need Int for your class, unfortunately. You need Int. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, <laughs> you cannot talk your potions into existing. Um, okay. Yeah. you. Uh, if any of you were near enough to see this, you would be super fucking
1: impressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bonds like pulls out a vial, like gets the uh, the launcher off a sling, does the fairly involved, like kind of getting, because it operates off kind of a combination of like a spring and like a bent crossbow mechanism, like gets that all loaded, drops the vial into it, and manages to launch it relatively accurately in one round. Wow, Bonds, I need you to make both an attack roll and two d twenty rolls that are just like, okay.
1: What does an attack roll look like for this thing?
0: You use your bonus to hit and your dexterity. If you have a crossbow written down, use that.
1: Okay, I have got a canister launcher written down, which okay. has a
0: damage of 1d6 and a bonus to
1: hit of plus one. So, so am I rolling the 1d6 or
0: and one? Your dex modifier no. is what? One.
1: My dex modifier is plus one.
0: Okay, I think you have a plus two, because I think your base to hit is plus one. So, that okay. plus your dexterity for this attack. Do I add my level to that? No. The base to hit is the level scaling thing for attack specifically.
1: So, does this mean I'm rolling the 1d6 and adding 2?
0: Or you're rolling a d20 plus 2. The 1d6 okay, will be for two. damage, or quote-unquote Oh, damage. that makes
1: more sense. Okay, the d20 landed on an 18. Okay. Woo! So, we add the 2 to that, and that's 20. And, All right. Uh, that, so, that's my, like, targeting effectively.
0: Yeah, and then I need. So the canister launcher doesn't really do damage, especially not with a vial. Right. But so it will have the magical effect at the other end. Um, well, the d6 is. I think that might be on there because I told you to copy a light like, crossbow. Okay. Rather than it actually, if you put like a rock in there, it would do a d6. <laughs>
1: right. And I imagine that like an amount of glass splashing around is going to do something. But
0: yeah, but I need uh, a d20 roll. I need two d20 rolls, and tell me them in order.
1: Okay, this is the first. Uh, ooh, that's a 20. Okay. Bravo. I'm rolling good today, jeez. Well, Cog all the help you can get. And the next one is a 9.
0: Okay, so your vial, despite being poorly loaded, because remember, there are like specific canisters you can use for this thing. Yeah. But uh, your vial flies true, and you're putting it towards one of the creatures, or at least where the motion is from. Actually, roll an intelligence check too because they're trying to spot like motion in the water and then aim at it.
1: Oh, I just rolled another 18. So the 18 plus the one and my level puts it pretty high up there. Uh, 22 on uh, primary,
0: yeah. So you do you see it hit something that is not the water or you know, sweet object in the environment. Let's see,
1: that's great. Good job.
0: Were you using light the cantrip?
1: Uh, so this vial is, uh...
0: or is it a level one for you?
1: I think light is a
4: cantrip for all the other classes. Yep. So light is a you. level
0: zero concoction. Okay, cool. In that case, yeah, your light hits something and you see kind of a circle of light that is moving around in a organic sort of way. It's not like kind of the smooth hovering or quick precise movements that spells usually have. It appears that the light, you know, hit something and essentially applied itself to it. Ah. So you think you probably hit one of those things.
1: Right. And whatever my vial splashed on is now glowing a bit?
0: Yeah. Has a glow spot. Oh, cool. Okay.
1: So, everybody can see it? Yeah. Neat. Sweet. That was effective.
0: Yeah. Jasper's turn. Don't fuck this up, buddy. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wasn't great um all right Gregs I think you're in more of a position to notice this than anyone else okay. what happened
2: yeah I'm a little preoccupied as is yeah. yeah I'm like a little anxious about what you have not been telling us about what Jasper's doing
0: yeah um so Gregs you see Jaspar he um kind of gets on his stomach he slides himself off of the catwalk towards the inside okay and gets a grip on the edge. And you see him very awkwardly swing himself, so because he, he went down the way a bit, so he's above an intact section of the catwalk below you. Uh huh. Um, swings himself in a little bit, does not manage it very gracefully, <laughs> and so does a second dex check. That's better. And lands on his ass. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, you see him take a tumble, but he's, he's picking himself back up. Fair enough. But he's now down a level below all of you, which was sure. the point. But he doesn't get much further than doing that.
1: Well, he's down there safely. That's that's the fun thing.
0: Yep. Whatever his HP is, it's higher than that. He's fine. No one's ever gotten injured falling in this game. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, sort of a uh, new round. Woo!
2: Woohoo!
0: <laughs> it's great. Everything's fine. So yeah, d10 rolls from everyone. Keep confusing my d8. Ooh. Okay. Uh, ten. Nine.
2: Ericene!
0: Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Grix. Uh, four. Three. Two.
2: Me. Wilty. And one. That's me.
0: Ericene, it's your turn.
2: Uh, okay, you so have I'm. Cog, like have a hand on Cog, have a hand, hand on Cog's hand. Yep. I don't seem to be doing anything particularly effectively about that fact, but
0: it basically gives you another chance to make a strength check. Okay, to keep him, or if you can think of something else, maybe do.
2: I want to try to both keep my hand on Cog, mm-hmm. and reach for the rope that's around Cog.
0: So, the rope that's on Cog has pretty much come undone or he slipped out of it at this point. Oh, but do you mean like the rope that's hanging that was on Cog?
2: Yes, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, Um, make a token dex check. This should be pretty straightforward to just grab that rope.
2: Uh, I rolled a 16 plus 4 is 20, and that's a primary attribute, so...
0: Yep, you got that rope in your left hand and Cog in your right, or vice versa.
2: Can I... <sighs> Okay, and since I made that, mm-hmm. instead of doing the strength check to try to keep my grip on Cog, can I instead, since that came out, like, since, you know, grabbing the rope, can I, like, mm-hmm. also with that, obviously make another dex check to do this, but, like, try to, like, sort of, like, lasso him a little bit? hmm <laughs> like try to do something to like keep the rope around him. Hmm. Or do I have to wait till next turn for that?
0: It's more that the cuz like Cog's at the very end of one grip, right? And you have this other rope. Uh-huh. But you'd be you'd be flinging a loose end around him basically.
2: Oh, okay. So the so it's not in a loop anymore? Like the harness was looped around.
0: Oh, and, like, okay. Loosely tied. Right, okay, and then the uh, the other, like, the far end of it was back up at the top.
2: Yes, okay. yeah.
0: Um, in that case, yeah, you can try to get it over him, or, like, between his legs or something. There's not a lot of good places to put it without being able to cinch it down.
2: I'm mostly concerned about getting it around him this turn, just so that I can maybe, like, use the rope to stop his momentum at least a
0: little bit. Gotcha. Okay, make a dex check.
2: Uh, Okay. That is an 11 plus 4 is 15, and that is still a primary attribute.
0: Okay. You sling this loop kind of back around Cog, I guess from the bottom a little bit, maybe? Because no one up there is holding it anymore, so you can kind of give yourself as much slack as you want, probably. uh uh-huh. Where do you want to put it on him? He's basically dangling from your hand, so feet toward the ground. He's got a tail.
2: I think I would probably try to like loop it around his like feet, because mm. that's sort of where he's like, you know.
0: So the loop would end up kind of sliding up him.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: That makes sense to me. All right, and that's your turn. There'll be something else we resolve in a second. Grix.
4: Yeah. So I'm going to uh, move my illusion over to where the newly painted glowing critter is. Okay. And I'm going to have my illusion like circle it really tightly in the hopes that another arc of lightning if it comes out will hit the critter. Okay. And so I'm just going to like, if the critter moves, I'm going to try to keep it with it. So you're trying to get this lightning
0: to happen, right? Make an intelligence check. Sure. Okay. 17. You're, you don't got that fancy university education, but you notice that, A, that lightning seemed to happen when you cast your spell, uh huh, and then seems to be not as consistently happening after that. Okay. But with that int check, you think basically if you put a little extra oomph into your illusion, basically you'd be burning up some of its duration, that you'd have a oh. higher chance of causing that to happen again.
4: Oh, sure. Sounds great.
0: Okay. The duration on this is like a billion years, right? <laughs>
4: It's 30 minutes.
0: Okay, um, you're going to burn...
4: Er, sorry, no, it's an illusion, so it's uh, it's concentration.
0: Oh, it's just as long as you concentrate? Yeah. Okay.
4: Should I make a concentration check?
0: Uh, yeah, in this case, you're going to have to make uh, an intelligence check to do it. And okay. the consequence is now, if you fail this, you're just going to fizzle the spell, basically. Sure. Alright, 18. Alright, you, you put in your oomph. And make... Uh, roll a d100 for me, please.
1: We were talking about him having bad dice earlier, too. Fifteen.
0: Yeah, um, you kind of put some extra will into it, and you see your illusion. Like, it grows really distinct for a second. Sure. In a way they usually aren't. Yeah. And you, it was easy to get it wrapped around the light, because it's a silent image. So it can, like, go through things. It's not has no mass. Yeah. And one of those bolts, again, it starts out swinging towards you and then goes down the line. And hits your illusion, and I get to roll on a bunch of tables, and it's great.
2: A bunch.
0: A bunch, bunches and bunches. Um, actually, that's a interesting idea. <laughs> I'm gonna go around the go around the table. I'm gonna make you all roll random stuff. Adam, Ooh. roll a d6 for me. Those are
1: the qb shaped ones.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. Six. Aaron.
1: Uh huh.
0: Roll another d6 for me, please. Four. Kelly, roll a d20.
3: That would be a 13. (laughs) Oh, God.
0: All right. uh, That bolt hits the creature. You see it outlined by that kind of shimmering energy. And then the energy slowly starts, like, fading.
4: Does the creature look affected?
0: It looks like he can see it, but you don't notice any additional effects beyond that. Like it doesn't look sad. No.
4: It doesn't it's not like wailing in agony or something.
0: No.
2: It didn't like rear up on its hind legs like someone died in battle style.
0: (laughs) It did not. Also to clarify a little bit, just because I want to make it creepier. Um so these things are some big, you know, bipedal thing. Uh huh. But they have legs that kind of, you know, go up from their shoulders and then back down. I think more like an insect or a spider. In terms of kind of the body layout. Uh, so like the body's kind of slung between the four legs, rather than interesting. above it. Okay. So like the worst horse you could imagine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or the best if you're Moss and
1: Peter. <laughs> Shout that out to Moss and Peter.
0: Gonna say, not <laughs> inaccurate. Um
1: Yeah, so spider like how the the main body that's like the legs are going up from the body and then they Yeah head back down towards whatever surface they're standing on?
0: Yeah, the main body is below the knee, essentially, rather than above it. Okay. Creepy. Jasper's turn.
1: And one of them is glowing a bit. Yes. Not less creepy.
0: Well, shit, Jasper. Grix is the least distracted by everything going on, and Bonds can probably also see this. Uh, So Jasper gets up, uh, runs back down towards where everyone is, where this whole hanging from things is happening. So there's that top part of the railing that's still remaining and something on the bottom part, and he starts kind of, you know, gets his hands on the top part, gets, gets his feet on the bottom part, and starts scooching, like sidestepping along it, getting over to where? Ericene, Cog, and Wealthier having their amateur Cirque du Sure. Yeah. So he's not quite underneath you all, but he's close, or he's getting there. And now it's physics' turn.
4: Woo! Oh, wait, no, I don't like physics' turn.
0: (laughs) Erosine, make a strength check to try to keep a grip on Cog's hand.
2: Mm. Okay, I rolled an 11 plus 4 is 15, and it's not a primary attribute. (sighs)
0: So Cog's hand slips out of yours. (gasps) Because of the way you looped things, he kind of slumps over the uh, the bottom loop of that rope. Uh (gasps) Uh-huh. And it's like sliding up his chest, and it's going to catch on his arms. But again, like you know, there's no muscular force, so it's uh-huh. going to slide above his head. That said, okay, <laughs> it it starts. It slowed him down, but he's definitely still slipping. And you think he maybe got kind of a few more seconds to do something before he free falls from the rope.
2: Does that mean next round is our next last round. round? Okay.
0: Next round is when. If nothing else happens to him, to okay. secure him. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Wealthy. You have a torn off piece of this cobalt shirt in your hand.
3: <laughs> and is that all I've got?
0: Yep, that's all you got at this point.
3: All right, how far How far away from me is he? I mean, if I'm reaching down, how far away from my hands is he?
0: At least, like, three feet. Because he's out of Ericene's oh, hands, and Ericene is taller than you by a significant margin.
3: Oh,
0: God. And so I was dangling from a rope.
3: I.
2: What? I. Dude, uh, I. Dude, grab him again! <laughs> I, I. He's farther away than I am tall!
0: Wealthy makes grabby hands.
3: <laughs> grabby <laughs> hands! That's all I can do! Um, let me. let me. let me think what I've got.
0: let me. Uh, <laughs> quick, see if you can um, use magic missile to propel him upwards. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um i got a pouch i got a bedroll i got a backpack (laughs) i have nothing this is
0: my favorite part of DD is when people start looking through their inventory
3: i have nothing i have 50 feet of string string's not gonna do a damn thing (laughs) um oh wait yes wait i have rope trick
1: now you have rope trick you do
3: I have Rope Trick. <laughs> did you prepare it?
0: Good question. I am never
3: sure how preparing works.
0: So you need to, can- at the start of your day, decide what's in each of your slots, which is different than your spells known. That said, I believe you have enough slots to have one of everything. The question is, how did you write it down? Because like, if you want to cast Light twice, it needs to be twice on your sheet. How Spelunky were you feeling this morning?
3: I would probably have. I would would have cast Light at least twice. Message, I've used once. Spider Climb, I've used once. I wouldn't have cast Read Magic because- uh, That was yesterday.
2: That wasn't today. So when yeah, we woke up this you morning- You had a well I rest.
0: And so did you oh. change your spell loadout this morning?
3: Probably not. No. But I wouldn't have cast- I wouldn't have uh, prepared oh, no, Read Magic.
0: It's a second level spell and Rope Trick is your only second level spell. Yeah. So yeah, so you, you have, have Rope, Rope Trick, trick prepped because you want to waste the slot.
3: Yeah, let me try Rope Trick- Let me read it and figure out what I'm doing here. One thirty-six. Actually,
4: I... Oh, man. I think that's going to be really cool. If it's working how I remember it working in, like, second edition or whatever. It may no longer work like that. We'll find out together.
3: All right. Rope trick. Rope trick. Okay. Attaches a section of rope at least five feet long to an extra-dimensional space large enough to hold up to eight medium-sized or smaller creatures. Easy peasy. The end of the rope rises into the air until the whole rope hangs perpendicular to the ground as if affixed at the upper end. Creatures can climb the rope into the space and can pull the rope up behind them, making the rope disappear. Okay, so...
0: It looks like you need a section of rope.
3: Well, I've got a section of rope. I'm hanging on a section of rope. That is true. If I cast it directly above Ericene's head, she should be able to climb into it and pull... Cog up.
0: So Erisy no longer has a hand on the cog, is the issue.
3: But she's got him on a ro- on the rope.
0: Right. It's on separate rope. But he's sliding out of it.
1: Could it be cast upside down so Ooh. that this hole is just
0: below cog? It is unfortunately described as going upwards.
3: Yeah. The, ho- the, oh, the rope has to hang idea. perpendicular.
0: Cog can't cl- can't climb. <laughs> <laughs> no. He can't. <laughs> he's
1: really only
3: going if in one direction is right up now. Up into the space.
0: So, like, you could, because the rope would probably have to be free-floating. Like, you'd need a free piece of it, right? Because
3: no, it doesn't say that.
0: Well, it's because the top of it is secured at a point, right? Right. I guess it's at least five feet long. That my main thought is that it takes whatever section of rope you have and straightens it. Uh huh. Or straightens at least part what of if, it. What if? And then there's an extra-dimensional space.
3: <laughs> how much? How much rope is hanging off of Cog?
0: Oh. How I much mean, it rope is hanging off of Cog? Five feet? i so say he rolled down it, but... Yeah, there's at least five feet either, like, around him or...
3: Then, then I would cast him. it at the end of that five feet and envelop Cog into that extra-dimensional space so that he can't fall any farther.
0: You have to Maybe climb the rope, the rope into type. the space. Do you really? Creatures can, can climb the rope climb. into the space and can pull the rope up behind them to make the rope disappear. But rope they can climb. Into the space. It doesn't say
3: anything about (laughs) you have to climb into it and i'm just saying the rope can
0: can be used for normal climbing provided the climber does not climb all the way into the extra dimensional space my thought is that you shouldn't be able to enter the extra dimensional space from the top shit uh, because otherwise a creature can jump on you or something
1: so what if we don't put him into the extra dimensional space what if we just make this like a void balloon weighted by cog it sounds like the rope just stays affixed to a point, and then the option becomes to go into that space.
3: But if he's still falling,
0: this would stop him from falling. Your idea is to maybe affix a point in such a way, because it's fixing a point below Arosene. And right. she's holding the other end, so you, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, it sounds like you're saying maybe choose a fixed point to make it so that it's much easier for, in whatever way ericene to pull the rope so taught to uh, kind of uh, so whatever whatever rope
1: is attached to cog i imagine if if this rope trick were cast on that length of rope it would shoot vertical and create a uh a void space that the rope is attached to above it
0: mm-hmm. or
1: a, an envelope of space time or whatever and Yes, that envelope is there, and it's optional to use it from the sound of it, and whatever's at the end of that rope is just going to stay at the end of that rope. But now you've got something that is supporting that rope from the top.
0: Right. The problem is that cog is not securely attached.
3: Yeah, it doesn't stop cog from falling. It doesn't stop cog from falling off the rope.
0: Should have glued him to the rope.
1: <sighs> well, I tied <laughs> hey, him. Hey, but...
0: how good a shot are you with that mending glue?
1: I guess we could find out (laughs) or just attach my teammates to rope by missing
0: (laughs) what could go wrong
1: (laughs) is that a a thing I should try guys
0: yeah it's up to you buddy who's excited about that
3: yeah I don't think rope trick is going to work the way I thought I was hoping I could envelop but if he's going to have to actively crawl up then obviously Cog is not up to that
0: yeah, and I, th- I think the point of rope trick is to basically make a borderline one-way entrance magical treehouse.
1: Yeah, that sounds like the point, but it sounds like as a byproduct you get a rope dangling for,
0: for in midair. Yes, and we were trying to use the yeah, byproduct. Yeah, it, it, it
3: would be right. It would be great as a way to anchor a rope in midair.
0: But all right, so wealthy it sounds like rope trick isn't doing what you want.
3: No, so I don't. I I literally don't have anything else. I have a quarter staff but that's not going to do anything except knock him off the rope even faster. So I have nothing. I am such a bad, um, I do have magic missile prepared. If, if things look like they're going South, I am ready to shoot physics, magic system. missile as soon as, as soon as it's my turn again,
0: to shoot what with the magic missile,
3: <laughs> physic, the, the critter down in the water. Gotcha.
0: I mean, there's several of them, but yes.
3: Yes. So if things go south with Cog, I'm ready to hit the first one that, the one that's closest
1: to wherever Cog is falling down.
0: All right. Duly noted. And, uh,
1: Well, uh, the only thing I can think about is, um, taking another shot and trying to effectively cover Cog and Glue.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, make a dexterity check okay so I can let you fudge the load time on this <laughs> we're, g- we're gonna try in combat it won't work this way
1: <laughs> uh oh no I believe you and i I'm also imagining that nervous energy is the only thing that's giving uh if if vance has a speed advantage on this at all it's it's because he's freaking out yeah uh, but uh, I just rolled an 11 adding decks puts it at 15.
0: Okay, I think I was treating this as a heavy crossbow because the problem is that they're really far away. Yeah, because eh, you're you're out on the catwalk a decent bit before there was that break, so I'll say you're within you're just within kind of your standard range, although it's a tricky angle.
1: Yeah, I'm basically ang- uh, aiming along the rope that
0: uh, leads to my friends at the other end. Well, like because you kind of got to like lean over the railing of the catwalk you're on because they're a little bit over. So you can like yeah. shoot below the calvok they're on. It's not great, but make an attack roll.
1: Okay. So that's the D uh, twenty. It, it's like a dex check, right? Except it adds your
0: base to plus hit. two
1: instead of the plus four. Right. Okay. So that's not great. That's a nine
0: total. Yeah. Okay. Roll a D ten. D ten. Six. Okay. Uh and wealthy. This fucking jar flies past you.
2: Oh thank God. Because <laughs> you got
0: lucky and smashes into the the uh the crystal. And like all the glass jars just stay where they spread and like the lid is oh, clashed in the center. <laughs> Also, <laughs> fuck, let's see.
2: I'm going to yell over to Vons a little to the right.
1: I've got six shots of this stuff, so.
0: Uh, Vaughn's roll a d10 for me, please. A d10. And Greg's actually also roll a d10. I forgot to do something on your turn.
1: Uh-oh. Okay, my d10 just pulled up a one.
0: Hey, mine too. I have fun news for both of you. <laughs> oh, oh, No! Shit. No! Uh, Oh, Grix, you know that quarterstaff you're holding? Yeah. Uh, Roll a d20. Uh
4: Uh-oh.
0: 19, baby. The entire quarterstaff turns into smoke. Whoa. After one of those bolts arcs out and hits it directly.
3: Oh, god, there goes my quarterstaff!
0: And starts floating away. How how am I? You're fine. But the entire quarterstaff is just gone in an instant. Huh. Vaughn's also rolled mm-hmm. 20.
1: Okay. Not just the think. launcher. for Certainly not a 19.
0: So, Wealthy and Arosene, and I guess the rest of you can kind of see this happen, there's this kind of surge of magic around all that glue and glass and all of that, and kind of that rainbow shimmer goes over the top of it, and it appears to now just be solid ice. Huh. In the shape of what... All the stuff that was stuck there, okay. weird, but like fused into one thing. Um, All right, and that was Bonds' turn. So it's the top of the round. Is that because it's magic glue? You don't know. God dang it! Did
4: did 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 we stop him from slipping?
2: No, it didn't. The glue didn't hit. No,
0: the, okay. the glue didn't. Cog, hit cog. It just. So hit. no one
4: succeeded in stopping. Okay.
0: Cog is currently sliding out of a loose loop of rope yeah. that Arison yeah. was able to right. Get yeah, around that's him.
4: what I. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay.
0: Just making sure. Yep. Fun. Also fun. Okay. Uh, ten. Nine. Eight.
1: I'm actually at ten.
0: Oh really? Yeah. All right. Sweet. Seven. Gricks. Six. Five. Four. Three. Erasing. Two. Wealthy. And that's everyone, I think, so no one's at one. All right. Vaughns, you're first.
1: Uh, I think Vaughns, is, though he's curious about the um, that weird magical effect that just happened, he wants to take another shot with more glue.
0: All right. Dex check to load and fire in the same (laughs) few seconds.
1: Okay. Wish me luck, guys. Uh 18.
0: More than succeeded.
1: It's 18 on the die. I don't...
0: Okay, so you're like at 22 or something.
1: Yeah, a lot. (laughs) It's plenty.
0: All right, and roll an attack roll.
1: Rolling the attack roll.
0: It's the d20 plus 2. Yeah.
1: I just rolled an 18 again.
0: All right. So that's... The plus 20.
1: This die might finally be working.
0: Roll another d20 for me real quick.
1: Oh no. This is where I get worried. Okay, that I rolled an 11.
0: Good. You're using things that are not designed for this launcher, so it has a chance of basically misfiring? Sure. But that didn't happen. So, it flies out, you got a fucking 20, it hits COG... Who has some rope looped around him. And uh, roll a third d20 for me. Okay, I just rolled a 17. Okay. A cog has been glued to the little remaining rope that was looped around his upper chest. It's now attached to his shirt. And his sleeve got torn, so possibly some of that. And his face, and there's enough glue splattered all over him that he has been secured. And broken glass. And broken glass. Can... Yeah, so he's covered in glue and broken glass, and I'm hoping he can still breathe. That, that That's where the snout comes in handy. He kind of hit his <laughs> uh, chest and splatters upwards, and, you know, his jaw blocks the... Cool. <laughs> all right. Cog stops descending.
1: Oh, uh, he... Cog is going to be so mad at me later. <laughs> It's going to have patches of just bare cog.
0: All right, so cog has stopped moving downwards and is attached to a rope. This is attached to a fixed point because he'd had that set up. I'm not sure exactly how the slack was handled, but I doubt you had a ton of extra. So he's not just going to then fall 30 feet because he wouldn't set up the harness to not be useful.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. You still have to get him back over to this side or we're basically just cog fishing.
2: No, it's, it, it'll it be fine. Uh, are we out of...
0: We are out of combat time. Ericene, you're hanging off Wealthy. Wealthy, you're hanging from a rope.
2: This can't be
3: comfortable for either of us. No, certainly not.
0: I think Ericene, you notice that Jasper has been able to make his way kind of along the railing to the railing below you, so he's not super far below Cog, but he's also not on great footing. Okay. So it kind of depends on what you want to do, but... He was clearly going for the, I can try to catch him if he continues falling. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay, Ericene is going to climb back up the two ropes, back up to the upper catwalk, Mm -hmm. and then basically just pull them each up. Okay.
0: I guess mostly uh, roll a strength deck check just to kind of see how much time it takes.
2: Um, I rolled a two plus four is six. It's not a primary attribute. So I guess it takes me a a hot minute.
0: It's hard work. Grix, do you help?
4: Oh,
2: yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Okay, between the two of you, you can get both of them up. It takes you a few minutes. And I guess last but not least, uh, Vons. Or actually Wealthy. Well, he hasn't rolled anything in a while. Uh, roll a (laughs) d20 for me. A d20? Yeah.
3: That would be an 18.
0: Yeah, you all get cog up and over the rail, and wealthy shortly thereafter. And that is where we will wrap our episode. Woo! Woo! Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've just heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. Questions, comments, feedback? Want to just let us know that we got our rule wrong? Don't do that last one, but you can email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod or on Twitter at primeattribute or at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for every one of our, our memes. Hopefully all dank, but possibly otherwise. and Crusades is published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. Editing this week by Ian. That's me. Thank you, me. You're pretty great. We hope you listen again next time to Primary Attribute.
1: Is this like yeah. a Zuzu's Petals kind of thing we're talking about here? The Halloween episode.
4: The Halloween episode took place during while
1: oh, Ericene yeah, yeah. Uh, was passed out. Good thing that we spelled that out for the audience as if uh, as if we oh, weren't wait, aware of them. Whoever
0: Muslim. is editing should cut that. <laughs> <laughs> Not the part where Ericene <clears throat> has a flashback, but our unpacking of that.
4: Sure. Yeah. yeah, we did. We did spell that out at the end of the Halloween episode. We implied we it
0: strongly. Yes. Um, yes. <clears> yeah. Anyway. It was a good scream.
2: It was. I'm a good screamer.
0: But all right. Weak.
2: Sometimes. <laughs> um...
0: <laughs> good transition. All right. Okay. Going back to so, the time we were at. Arosine. Arosene. It's your turn. Keep confusing my D eight. Ooh. Okay. Uh ten.
4: Confusing it about what?
0: Mm. Never
4: yeah, mind, bad joke.
0: Oh, Sorry. Okay. Uh ten.